We at the FCC feel that democracy is all about protecting the rights of the ordinary citizen. Unregulated radio would result in programming of the lowest common denominator, the rule of the mob. This is vandalism, not free expression. Everyone listen up! It's not over yet, it's just the beginning! But it's up to you! I'm calling for every kid to seize the air! Steal it! It belongs to you! Speak out! They can't stop you! Find your voice and use it! Keep this thing going! Pick a name! Go on the air! It's your life! Take charge of it! Do it! Try it! Try anything! Spill your guts out! Say shit and fuck a million times if you want to! But you decide! Just fill the air! Steal it! Keep the air alive! Welcome to the Coscast. Boom. What's up? It's just me today, James. Jesse and Danny are gone. Um, not going to lie. I've tried to start recording this probably 20 times now. And it never seems to just go. And you just got to kind of go with it. You got you to jump in like you're jumping into a swimming pool. It might be cold. It might be scary. Uh, there could be sharks in there. But... You just you just go for it, and there's really no other way of doing it. Like uh, when you had to uh, write a paper in, uh, in in school, you just had to kind of start it somewhere. So we started here. Um, I, I think I think once we get going, um, I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be pretty good. You know, actually, I don't think it'll be good at all. There might there might be a few moments in the middle that are good, um, but you know we're just gonna talk and <laughs> put it out there because why not? It's it's 2021, you know. If you're not if you didn't die from COVID, um, climate change is gonna kill us, right? It's one or the other out there. Either we're we're dying from climate change, we're dying from COVID. Um, uh, there's asteroids that might come down and hit us who knows so we just we just start um i added i added a little some uh audio bits at the beginning uh from a movie called pump up the volume starring uh, christian slater from 1990 i watched it this morning uh when i and i thought it was uh that was a fun movie um you know it 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 it's a product of what it is, and um, it, it, you know, it was about a, a guy, a high school student, that starts a, a a pirate radio station. Um, I felt like it kind of was, uh, you know, like I go to school, I'm a teacher, 
and um, and now I have my own pri- pirate radio station, and so you know it's like basically it was a it was a movie for me, you know before before there was such thing as as podcasting, there was pirate radio, and uh, they they called it pirate radio, not because it was run by pirates, but because uh, it was uh, always done from uh, old ships. Was done for that's what makes it pirate radio. Is if you broadcast from a ship, uh, that and and you and you fly the the skull and crossbone flag on that ship, then I'm pretty sure that's what pirate radio uh, means. Anyways, um, yeah, it's just me today, Danny and and Jesse. They they said they quit the podcast actually. <laughs> No, they they just actually had things, they had, they had places to go, and I'm just I'm sitting at home just chilling. It's cool though. Uh, I've been real lazy. I don't. I mean, I have a job, but I'm on break, which is nice. Uh, uh, if you, it's it's nice if you can get it. If you can get it, you should do it. You should just you should just take a couple months off every year and uh, chill the fuck out. That seems. That seems like a good, good uh, program. We should give everybody just two months off. Ah, who am I kidding? I'm, I'm doing, I'm, 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 I'm just sort of. I have no idea where this is going. Okay, let's get back to it. Did we go over the? I think we went over the the. I'm not gonna. I've probably said this before. I tried to record this several times, so I can't remember what I've said up to this point. Guys, let's get into to what's going on here. Uh, I'm Christian Slater, and I'm and I'm hosting a pirate radio station, and that's just where we're at. So, season two, episode uh, twenty-four, uh, off to the races. Cosby is uh, asked to go uh, race again with uh, his old uh, running rival, Tailwind Turner. Uh, They have a race, and actually it's a relay race, and Cosby and Tailwind uh, are on the same team, and Cosby runs last. Uh, One of the other races on the team, uh, they fake a leg injury. And then someone steps in uh, to run for him, and it turns out that it's uh, an Olympian gold uh, gold medalist, uh, Valerie Briscoe Hooks. She's uh, from the '80s. She she was a gold medalist. That's all I can really tell you about her. Probably a probably a, a good person, you know. Probably. Um, Probably gives back to the community. So that's that. You know, that's kind of the the episode. Um, Rudy, she gets interested in something called a mega woman, and uh, so she wants to get uh, a mega mega woman action figure that costs nine dollars, and Claire. Uh, the mom makes her makes her do extra chores 
around the house to earn money so that she can get it. Um, you know, it, it, the irony of this episode is, uh, at the end, um, Cosby loses to the, uh, woman Olympian, um, and, and Rudy, she wants the, the, uh, the action figure of Mega Woman. And so she has to get a job. And actually, Claire pays her 75 cents uh, to the dollar that she would have paid Theo, being a man. If a man man could have gotten... And I'm just saying, like, Claire, you you can't do that. You have to pay that. Okay. <laughs> um, I've, yeah, I've tried to... I, you try and start off, and then you just kind of see if you can find the flow, and then you, you work yourself up into a state uh, uh, through through uh, medication of, of alcohol and cigarettes and coffee and uh, 90s movies, and uh, you just see if you can... You can uh, just kind of let it, let it, let it, let it come out of your body. I guess, I guess, thinking about this episode in terms of uh, what is it that allegorical moment between time, like when this came out the '80s and what's going on today? You see, well, you see uh, that you have a famous Olympian such as Valerie uh, Briscoe Hooks, and then you see. Uh, what is the the new the the new girl uh Shikari Rob Robert Robertson Robinson Shikari Robinson Shikari Richardson Shikari Richardson that's what it is Shikari Richardson Yeah that's right uh she yeah big news she's not trans enough to to be in the Olympics yeah, that's that's. I think that's the news. I think um, her penis was just too short to qualify for the men's Olympics, and it was just too long to qualify for the women's Olympics. If I read the news correctly, I'm also a very uh, stupid person. Stupidity, you know, you turn that into a strength. You use that, you use your stupidity as a shield against the world. And I think that's the real, the real victory here is I'm kind of like a mega woman because I have a small penis that uh, disqualifies me for being a man, but it's a long enough penis that I'm not a woman. And I'm stupid enough um, that I'm not, you know, uh, um, a ward of the state, if you will, right? Like, I'm still, I'm, st- I'm still a functional person, but I'm dumb enough to, uh, to, to not worry about 
how I'm failing in the world. You see what I'm saying? It's it's that it's that sweet middle ground. It's that it's that bit in the middle where it's like uh, I'm not retarded enough that you could call me retarded, but I'm dumb enough that you can call me retarded. That sort of thing. And you know, I don't know if that makes sense. It's probably uh, probably. You know, it's probably not, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, all right, what else is up, what's going on here, let's see, so the Coscast, uh talked about Pump Up the Volume, fun movie, suggest you check it out, um, It, it it made it made uh being a teenager seem really bad but i don't really remember hating being a teenager i was uh it was i think being a teenager was okay you know i've had i've had more fun as an adult um where i can buy uh cigarettes and and and, and uh and guns, <laughs> um, I can buy those um, willy nilly. But um, that—that's actually that's all the benefits of being an adult. An adult. That's what taxes in America gives you. Is uh, you're allowed if you pay taxes. Guess what? You get cig- You can buy cigarettes and and get guns. That's. It's an all right deal. Healthcare? Fuck no. Cigarettes and guns? Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we talked about pump up the volume. Jesse and Danny are dead. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, I doubt either of them will even even listen to this. I for sure wouldn't fucking listen to this. And I doubt anybody's listening to this, uh, but maybe Jesus, Jesus might be listening uh, to to this. And to Jesus, I would just want to say um, thank you, thank you for being a friend, traveling up the road and back again. Your aim is true. That's the Golden Girl song. Oh yeah, ba bow bow. So we're just uh, kind of gonna just keep this going. What are we at? We got to be at half an hour, well, fifteen minutes. That's that's a number. Um, uh, yeah, maybe I'll. Damn, what else? What else is there to talk about? Oh, oh yeah, the um, the president of Haiti was killed, which also means I just learned that Haiti has a president, not a prime minister. You know what I mean? You'd think they'd have a prime minister. They seem they seem Canadian to me for some reason. You know, even though that they're a small island in the Caribbean, 
uh, I feel like, I feel like they're, they're probably more Canadian than American. I don't know what I'm saying there. Um, apparently I saw a post sit or a headline saying that there was a Miami security, uh, a Miami security, whatever. I don't know. I, I read something recently where they, they said that the, um, the interesting, interesting thing about an assassination is not who shot the person, but, but who paid for the bullet. And uh, I guess, you know, we'll see who paid for the bullet. Uh, hopefully, they were of age to pay for bullets. I don't want children buying the bullets that are going to go kill um, small, uh, really poor, fucked up nations. Like, yeah, it, Haiti's had a rough go of it lately. <laughs> Haiti is... Uh, Stop hating on Haiti. You know what I mean? Don't hate on Haiti. Haiti needs love too. Don't be a Haiti. Don't be a don't don't be a hater on Haiti. Uh what are you what are you gonna do? What am I gonna do? I just uh looked at a map and saw where Haiti kinda was. It's a part of the Greater Antilles, and uh, it's Nick. It's on the same island, Hispaniola, as the Dominican Republic. And <laughs> I guess uh, when the Haiti, Haitian uh, president, I guess whenever he, um, I guess whenever he got shot, it went a little something like this. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna do it. Maybe later. Maybe if I if I keep if I keep sipping, we will. God damn, I, I I doubt this will ever actually come out. I'm just trying to record uh, something just to see, just to see if you can do it. You ever just you you ever say uh, you know that thing where it's like why they go over to the other hill just to see what they could see. Here I am. I'm 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 tumbling down the hill, breaking my crown. And I have really just exhausted most of uh things that were going on in my brain, I think. But it's always that. It's always uh you you, you think you can go like, oh, I can talk a little bit about this or I can talk a little bit about that. And ultimately, um you realize that uh, you're just uh, an insane person that's been uh, talking into a microphone, uh, and, and and you know it. It's bad. It's really bad. Like the person that would actually listen to this must be um, very sad, lonely. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I'm going to see if I could just talk for an hour. Why not? Why not try? So just just try and see if you can uh you can do it, you know? 
So Shikari Washington, or Richardson, Shikari, Shikari Richardson, um, who was kicked out of the Olympics for having um, wacky hair. I think that's, I think that's what happened. If I remember correctly from what I read earlier, she got kicked out of the Olympics. No, it wasn't. It wasn't her that got kicked out of the Olympics for having wacky hair. It was uh, Conor McGregor. Was uh, he got kicked out of the Olympics uh, because he tested positive for having a small penis, which is um, which is you know sad to hear. You don't want to hear that about a hero. You don't want to hear that about one of your heroes. That's right. I said Conor McGregor has a small penis. You want you want a piece of this, McGregor? Let's do it. I I I'm I'm issuing a a, a decree right now. Conor McGregor, you want to fight me? Bring it, bro. You know where to find me. My mom's basement. Playing video games. Cuddling my uh, my pillow. That has an anime woman on it. And if you find me, then, bro, it's on. It's on like the potato famine. You bitch. <laughs> you, you, you one-legged bitch. I'm calling out Conor McGregor on this. This has now become... A UFC fight podcast. Because, I mean, like, I guess, as, you know, as it, if you're going to put out a mission statement for what, you know, what you're doing, I mean, we already got Cosby, uh, we got him out of jail. This podcast got Cosby out of jail. And, and, I say that because I don't want you to look it up or to really think about it or to even truly understand what that means. Um, I'm just saying that this podcast produces real-world results. So I think now, I think, hey, Conor McGregor, suck my... Uh, medium-sized penis. Yeah, I'm gonna fight Conor McGregor. I guess that's that's the new direction this uh, this this podcast is going. This is what happens when you let a uh, a, a, a a man who can who can buy a microphone. This is what happens. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is like guns are dangerous, but microphones, those we need, we don't need gun control. We need microphone control. You know what I mean? Let's get these microphones. Like a bullet can only kill one person. A microphone can kill a lot of people. If you like swing it by the cord and hit them in that little uh, soft part of your head next by your eye the temple the, the temp uh temple of your brain 
I think yeah, I think that's where you have to hit somebody to kill them. Is that correct? I don't really want to look that up. How to how to where to hit somebody to kill them in the head? I'm not I'm not I don't because whenever like you search for something, you're kind of um, there's probably some algorithm out there that is kind of sketching what you are on paper. And so my algorithm is uh, like, you know, over over the existence that I've probably had, it's, you know, it's, it's probably looking up things about movies and um, other just dumb trivia. And then it's like, who sang this song? Or, and then it's just uh, a, a lot of porn. Like too much porn. Way too much porn. So much pornography. An indescribable amount of pornography. And I'm not even, like, just too much, like, Scrooge McDuck money vault levels of pornography. And it's not so much that it's like weird, uh, you know, like like odd, like it's it's mostly middle of the road. There's a few cul-de-sacs of strangeness I've ended up in, but mostly, mostly it's it's just, it's a pretty straight road. I'm I'm talking just fucking uh, tr- truckloads. Of pornography, <laughs> but um, it's pretty straight road. But you know, it's uh, but that's not me. You know, that's 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 just that's that's just me on uh, paper or something. Anyways, get away from that. That's uh, <laughs> that's a ridiculous uh, topic. All right, here we go. Uh, back to, back to, back to Bill Cosby, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking tired of talking about Cosby, honestly. We got him from, we got him out from jail. I don't even think he'll come on the, the podcast, honestly. This is, um, this is, Cosby, if if you're listening to this, come on the, come on the Coscast, podcast. Bill Bill Cosby podcast. I hope Bill Cosby starts a podcast. That would be fun. I would, you know, like if uh, just Bill Cosby, O.J. Simpson, they start an Obama, Bruce Springsteen style um, podcast. I think that that would be much more interesting to hear what O.J. Simpson and Bill Cosby have to say to each other. That would that'd be the most interesting podcast, most interesting podcast uh, ever. And <laughs> you already know the name. It's going to be called uh, Juice and Jello. Get the juice. I say we get a Juice and Jello podcast going. 
Why not? Why not? Who who would be a more interesting uh, pair of individuals? You know, I I can't. Obama and Bruce Springsteen. You think? You think that's more interesting than OJ and Cosby? No, thank you. I give me give me Cos give me Juice and Jello over. Uh, the boss and Barack Hussein Obama. You know what I mean? Come on. What 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 what's what what would be a more interesting podcast? You really think uh you think Joe Rogan? You think Joe Rogan would be a more interesting podcast? He uh actually it would be interesting. He should have Cosby. I I think he should have Cosby on and if he can get uh, OJ on too. Just let them talk. You know? Let's hear what they have to say. I mean, what what would be a more interesting podcast? Juice and Jello or uh Guys We Fucked? Or what what is it? Is it Guys We F- is that one? Or is it the uh was it uh who who's your daddy daddy what is it there's something called who's your daddy podcast what's your daddy dad bod <laughs> who's your dad bod podcast mm. yeah we're just you know going with it this 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 uh podcast is actually it is actually brought to you by absolute vodka because it's absolutely what I'm drinking. Am I right? Woo! Uh, just go to absolutevodka.com slash uh, Cosby, and you'll get a discount. <laughs> the Absolute Vodka has a special uh, Cosby edition. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Pretty cool. Absolute Cosby. Drink it or, you know, don't. Do just drink it, drink the drink, absolute Cosby. That's what this podcast is brought to you by. I might go have a little uh, cigarette and come back, and uh, we'll see. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it an hour, and then I'll probably uh, try try and put it out as as an actual episode, and it'll probably. Uh, Probably be the worst thing that's ever been uh, contented. But hey, it's content. All right, second half. Here we go. I just had a cigarette, and we're uh, we're gonna go into it. Uh, I just pulled this up, and I just kind of cracked into it. I da- I got a bunch of. I just downloaded a ton of, ton of just magazines. You know, you could do that if you if you download things. You can just download. Uh, you can just download actual magazines, and I don't know what um, what this magazine actually is. It's called National Defense. Yeah, it sounds fun, right? Uh, so I downloaded that, and it's called The China Threat, and it's all about all about China stuff. Let's see. I'm gonna just look up uh, 
National Defense Maga oh, Magazine. Yeah, I, 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 it sounded like it would just be a highly regarded news source. Uh, professionals in government and industry, National Defense. What is this magazine? National Defense. I'm just getting. I would be very. I would be highly suspect of whatever, whatever entity is putting this magazine out. But let's. I don't know. Let's just look through some of the stuff. It is cover story. Every branch of the U.S. military views. China. Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. China as its pacing threat. Um. I don't know. Look, I'm just, maybe I'm crazy, but it does seem that that the media is kind of pushing to sort of create this uh, anti-China, anti-U.S., on both sides, honestly, but this sort of, uh, they're really building up this rhetoric, and I'm just, and this is a whole magazine about this stuff, and Honestly, who reads this? Uh, you're going to have about maybe four or five groups of people that kind of read this magazine. It's called National Defense, so uh, fat nerds are definitely going to read it. Uh, Civil Civil War reenactors are probably going to read it. Um, fucking losers that do a podcast uh, alone in their in their bedroom are going to read it. Or at least look at the headlines for fodder to talk about. Um, nuclear fence, not just a Cold War problem. Army test network capabilities at Joint Readiness. Ch- uh, special report. China. China. Chess versus Go. Oh, that could be fun. Let's just read through that. Page 32. I also have uh, what's called Australian Railway History Magazine. Which, you know, let's just look at some, <laughs> some of those headlines. <laughs> Should all roads lead to China? The China. Oh, this one's also called uh, Australian Railway History. The China problem. Let's see. What do we got here? Railways and train droving. Reflections on being a chaplain on the uh, Trans-Australian Railway. 1970, 1971. Wow. They had trans-Australians all the way back then. That's crazy. Crazy stuff. Let's see. Let's just keep going. This just seems like such a... It's a crazy magazine. All right. We're all past. And there we are. Okay. Chess versus go. The great power nations at the beginnings of the 21st century engaged in multiple domains and dimensions of both collaboration and competition and are utilizing a variety of strategies to exercise both strength and restraint. A clear point of comp- competition, growing strategic capability, and global tension is China's itinerative uh, involvement, development, and capability in bioscience and biotechnology. China usla- utilizes broader strategic planning horizons than other nations and attempts to combine efforts from government, academic, and commercial sectors, also known as the triple helix, to accomplish cooperation and central- centralization of national agendas. What, is, what does that mean? Hold on, let's look at this. Uh, 
British government, academic, and commercial. Well, that's that's what every government does, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is looks like gamecraft in China. I guess this is comparing the the Chinese game Go with that of chess. Although China has its own chess, but propelling such progress in China's rapid bench to bedside and beyond capabilities is an expanding exercise of non-Western ethical guidelines that both broaden the scope of experimentation and provide justificatory uh, bases for China. China's intellectual property laws. Through such means, China is affecting international bioscience and technology. Through research tourism, control of intellectual property, medical tourism, and influence in global scientific thought. Medical tourism. Uh, here we go. Hey, welcome to the, to the medical tourism. Uh, if you look to your left, you'll see the amputation ward. And further up to the right, you're going to see, um, I don't know, what, uh, I mean, I've heard of medical tourism, intellectual problem. Strategizing for short and long-term gain and connections of chess or great powerful gamemanship is not new to groups involved in competition, right? It's like chess is always the game where they're like, oh, you have to be uh, really smart. I, I don't know. Wasn't, wasn't, didn't Bobby Fischer turn out to be crazy? And he was one of the greatest chess champions of all time. Do you think there was like a hugely anti-Semitic uh, Go champion? I'm going to say probably. Just going to throw it out there. Probably like... I feel like if a Chinese person actually knew what a Jewish person was, they they probably find some way to hate him. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, I, I feel like I feel like a Chinese a random Chinese person wouldn't even know what a Jewish person was. Games and rational bargaining theory have considered both quantitative and qualitative approaches to zero-sum and other game structures. To be sure, chess is a game of both near-term near tactics and overarching strategy, and as such has been and arguably can be used as simile, metaphor, and example of applicable modes of thought and larger-scale game gamecraft, inclusive of nation-state competition in both local and global settings, but a game of chess strategic as it may be, is timed, and although draws are possible, more frequently results in a clear winner, and thus a finite end. Oh, so you're saying so. Okay. In contrast, the game of Go is one of achieving competitive advantage with an understanding of anticipation of shifts in circumstance and lead in relative influence and superiority. But perhaps more importantly, it is a game of perdurability. Perdurability rather than timed moves in a defined conclusion. Oh, so there we go. Let's see who wrote this. Who wrote this thing? Timothy J. Dimmy, professor of military ethics at Naval War College. <laughs> go to war college. <laughs> yeah, I go to war college. Hey, what's up? What do you do? I, I, I go to war college. I teach at War College. Dr. James Giordano. I should have gone to War College. Uh, 
I really feel like I miss my, my calling. If I had just gone to war college, what could have happened? Uh, as a professor at uh, Department of Neurology and Biochemistry and Chief Neurotic Studies Program at the Pellegrino Center. Uh, I think that's that's where they make that, that water. That's that Italian sparkling water. I think that's right. For, and he teaches brain stuff there. Sounds like a good school because it's expensive water. And if the water is that expensive, it's got to be a good school. You know what I mean? Pellegrino. Uh, Pellegrino Center for Clinical Bioethics of Georgetown University. Okay. Georgetown. Uh, all right. He is also a senior research fellow in biosecurity technology and ethics at Naval War College. I'm working at the War College. Gina Grandos. All right. Leadership excellent, interdisciplinary scholar. Also Naval. The views and opinions. Okay. So Go versus Chess. Thus, it is important to regard these games as reflective and representative of long-standing cultural mindsets that can contribute to and influence the ways that current and emerging resources, inclusive of biotechnology, are employed on the playing board of the global hegemony. A 2019 report to the Senate Select Committee of Intelligence on Great Power Strategy in U.S. Intelligence Reconnaissance and Surveillance concluded that Primary areas of strategic intensity for U.S.-China competition include not only sites and modes of geopolitical engagement, but also non-kinetic domains that exercise and leverage scientific, scientific, technologic, and economic capability and codependence to incur what the French philosopher Michel Foucault called biopower. It's funny now. You see, and you see something like. Um, like a, whatever this magazine, National Defense, is, you see them quoting someone like Michel Foucault, you know? Uh, that's an interesting, interesting uh, person to pull a quote from. Biopower, whatever that means. In light of this, it will be, it will be important to revisit, reassess, and perhaps revise the game craft of contending hegemonies on the current and future global stage, clearly tactical perspectives and focus, while necessary, are no longer sufficient. A strategic plan must be developed that is on par with the philosophical and practical orientation to current and future balancing of power, so as to enable the United States to remain at least at pace with, if not the advantageous position to China's evolving competitive momentum. Well, they didn't even go into what this idea of biopower is. Bio Biopower codependence, saying that intelligence and great power, strategic and U.S. intelligence reconnaissance surveillance, primary sites and modes, non kinetic domains. What is non kinetic? That's just the idea of ideas, right? That's just ideas. Non kinetic domains that exercise and leverage. Scientific, technologic, and economic capability, codependence, and current biopower. Gaining and sustaining long-term advantage. This is perhaps continued chess maneuvering will be important to balance peace-specific skirmishes with an eye towards influencing 
domains relevant to fortifying strategic control of the global game board in anticipation of possible forced endgames. That's that seems weird. I don't know. I don't know. I've played chess. Uh, I've heard, I know I know Go, but I've never really played it. I know people that have played it, but is this a fucking game? <laughs> Is this whole is 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 this is this what uh, international uh, geopolitical relations are now? It's just a goddamn game to these people. Is this what we're doing? I don't know. Yeah, I have no I have no idea. Uh, I I guess they're just saying that they kind of have different approaches, which is obvious. It seems, I don't know, it just seems like they're just taking these two things. It seems like they don't, I don't know if they understand the actual, they, it seems like they've played chess. It seems like they're like me. They've played chess. They un understand there's a game called Go that has, you know, uh, sort of different rules to it, but don't really understand. Go, it's it's kind of like a, a smart person's Othello. That game Othello where you, you flip them. Girl is like that. You put down white and black ones. This is a real problem. This is this is a real problem. Is uh all these games that everyone is trying to rule the world world with are basically uh they're basic well they're basically uh they're they're white and black and that's why we have racial problems. Uh let's just see. Look at the last paragraph. Thus, new rules will em be emergent, and it may well be that the game itself evolves to be one that is distinct from chess or chess or go. And this changing ecology and maintaining advantage will require effective and efficient national and cross-national cooperation, collaboration, and creation of complex networked solutions of people, technological systems, and governments. An adherence to a single non-flexible pattern of play is unlikely to win or even achieve advantage in a highly evolving game. What? <laughs> Great. Uh, so, it, it, yeah, this is, this is what, you can just, you can just make a magazine now that just has a whole article that sounds like it's saying something, but really says nothing. Hey, there's these two games. They're important. They're sort of played in two different societies and they're both different. It's kind of like national, uh, national, inter international politics. They're just, they're played differently. National Defense Magazine, guys. Honestly, I'm not telling you to subscribe to it. I'm telling you to uh, download it for free on the internet and then make fun of it. China building for formidable. This is all, of, it's weird. I, I do feel like this is, uh, I don't know. I feel like this is a new thing. Uh, not even a new thing. It's been happening for a while, and this whole virus seems to have uh, heightened it. Is the the weird sort of cold war that uh, these two countries want to play against each other? You call me a crazy. You call me a conspiracy theorist or whatever. But I mean, if you just look, it's like it just seems that the headlines have been for a while trying to uh, inflame these two sides but hey 
what am I going to do? I'm I'm out here making a difference with my podcast. I got Cosby out of jail. I watched Pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater this morning. I did that. I'm getting things done. I made breakfast. I ate breakfast. Bada bing, bada boom. I got out of bed. I took a shower. I still need to brush my teeth. That's not good. That sounds bad. Let's look Let's look at these other magazines. V- British Vogue. Let's see what the headlines in British Vogue are this week. Tiffany and company. They're still doing things. They're still making breakfast. They're still making breakfast. Is Tiffany still making breakfast? Um... One time I tried to have breakfast at Tiffany's and they said, Hey, we don't we don't open for breakfast. Don't come here for breakfast. You can come get uh you can you can come get uh jewels. You can get blood diamonds from Africa, but don't ask us for an omelet. Alright, this is Tiffany's, goddammit. Uh a smart guide to healthy living. All right, well, that's what I'm looking for, smart guides. Remember that show Smart Guy uh, with uh, Taj Mallory? It's Tia and Tamara, we're from Sister Sister. How does that happen? How does a whole family got, you got, I mean, maybe they had other brothers and sisters or whatever, but they had uh, a pair of twins, Tia and Tamara Mallory, and they go on and make Sister Sister one of the best shows ever and then their brother goes on and makes smart guy another amazing show how does that happen how do you just how do you just make uh make kids that are just like oh yeah they're good they'll, they'll be good for for uh for making a television show with uh strike strong fitness style at home canada Tabletop gaming. What else we got here? British Vogue. Business. Classic sports cars. I'm just looking at stuff here. Rootless living. Let's just see what that is. What do you think? Rootless living. Sailing Zatara. Let's see what we got here. It looks like it's a it's a magazine for people that for people that, that travel a lot. Seems like a travel magazine. Seems like people are always on the go. Which, let me tell you, off the bat, just off the bat, making a magazine for people that don't have uh, a stable uh, address, that's a problem. Where where are you going to mail this magazine? These people are always traveling. Where are you going to mail a magazine? Where the pe- where most of the people they don't have they don't have homes they live they live in RVs. They bathe. They're bathing over there by a river. Their dogs look like wolves. Their wives look like wool dogs. <laughs> uh, how to find your campsites? Traveling with toddlers. <laughs> well, this just sounds like uh, this sounds like it's a magazine for human trafficking. <laughs> just just going over the head the 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 stories, looking at the table of contents here. 
running a business from the road, contract heroes, away we roam, the freedom of change. Yeah. Forget the Joneses. Fucking kill the Joneses. Uh, Home sweet homestead. Yeah, traveling with toddlers. How to find campsites. Sailing Zatara. YOLO family. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think... Uh, I think I've just stumbled upon this uh, Rootless Magazine. Rootless Living is a magazine. And it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like it's the number one premier magazine for human trafficking. Let's pull up another issue here. For some reason, there's there's about three months of issues. What else? Um, Earn money on the road. Finding freedom at 50. Create a business on the road. Turn your passions into income. Okay, come on. You're having a you're fucking with me here. Writing a murder mystery, a mystery murder book. Well, fuck it hell. So I've stumbled upon the fact that the magazine Rootless Living, which let's be honest, a magazine that you you're not you can't where are you send you're not going to send it anywhere. They they're living on the road. They're earning money from their passions apparently because of uh what you wrote and so you know uh definitely definitely just uh I'm sound like rayman there definitely definitely but it's definitely not for uh let's look, oh, okay let's look here from the founders when we started the magazine, okay, you're fucking. They started the magazine in January of 2020. Woo, real good time to start a magazine. For fuck's sakes, who starts a magazine? Magazines stopped being a thing in like 2000, 2001. I think whenever 9 11 happened, that was also the end of magazines. And then these guys are like, yeah, I don't know, it's January 2020. Everything's looking really great in the world. Let's start a magazine. Um, what? what the fuck is it? Okay, so they started a magazine January 20th. Themes of each issue, which really helped with launching our a brand new magazine, it defined for our readers what to expect and helped to direct our contributors in their writing. Uh, and let's be honest, this is a magazine made by and for uh, human traffickers. All right. For the past few issues, however, we started to let the content lead the way. And that is how the issue you now hold in your hands came to be, the adventure issue. Okay, adventure issue. If you are thinking about becoming a digital nomad, all right, so uh, this term digital nomad is uh, someone that just earns money uh, without having an actual... I mean, this has got to be an interesting idea in the terms of uh, the 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 history of uh, the capitalism or the history of the market, where we see just that this becomes a thing where you can just earn money digital like anywhere. There's no corporeal space where you have to be uh, becoming a digital nomad or already are one. You are setting yourself up for adventure of a lifetime, the adventure of finding or creating a way to earn money while you travel. Yeah, it's basically. Uh, then buying and planning, uh, then buying and planning your transportation, and of course the adventures in exploring new places, meeting new people, 
enjoying your life to the fullest, also transporting uh, human beings for money, which is obviously what this magazine is about and for. And this issue, so let me just skip down. Our founding mantra is for digital nomads by digital nomads. And let's be honest, we can read digital nomads as human traffickers. And we will continue to share your stories, tips, passions, and experience on this adventure-filled life in the magazine on the podcast. Oh, they have a podcast. I'm calling you out, Rootless Living. Your your podcast is uh, is for human traffickers. Your magazine is for human traffickers. You know what? I think Coscast is going to start a magazine. We're going to start a magazine. It's going to be a goddamn better magazine than you ever dreamed of. We're starting a magazine. Social media accounts. We're also starting social media accounts. We're here to help you tell the story and inspire. (laughs) Until the next issue, stay rootless. Demi and Ross and Nikki Kirk. They sound like made-up people. They sound like, honestly, uh, they sound like they sound like criminals. If I'm going to be honest, they sound like criminals. Here we go. Looking at the the third issue, going over the table of contents. Tiny kitchen, big possibilities. <laughs> Work camping. How to start a podcast. Oh shit! I should have read this before I started this thing. How to start a podcast. Let's look at that. Page 48. Maybe this will have good things in it now, Billy. Actually, am I a human trafficker? I'm reading it now. I'm reading it for information. How to start a... uh, Why did I start a podcast and who is it for? My website, Cinder's Travels. All right, we're coming up on about an hour. (laughs) I did it. I recorded an hour. Fuck. Uh, it's actually a local gear shops. Realization sparked a new idea. I started a podcast because I wanted. Ah, she looks like she has a good microphone and like one of those little wind guard things. Damn it, they're already better than this. Uh, I've been full time RVing with my husband Barrett since 2018. What that means is she's been traveling to uh, underground sex clubs. For going on three years now uh, with our cat. Oh, we travel with our furry friends, our cats, Squirt and Dakota, and a corgi pup named Marty. I don't know. I don't know about you, about you but if you're traveling around in a van, making a podcast. Actually, if you just have a podcast, you're a fucking psychopath. But if you're in a van and you have a podcast, think about that. 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, they'd be like, he travels in a van and has a podcast. That's an insane person. Now, if you travel in a van and you have a podcast and you have a dog and, uh, you know, a, 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 hus- a husband or a henchman, I don't know, uh, then, then, you know what, you can start a magazine. But I don't have a magazine. I need a magazine. Guess what? I'm starting a magazine. Boom. Before we jump into details, plan and release schedules, deciding on the type of podcast. Actually, this is actually pretty pretty good. Pretty good information. What are these people writing from? What? 
who gets into a van, right? Starts a podcast. Takes the takes the cat, takes the dog. Gonna be honest, no kids. Didn't sound like they had kids. Sounds like they're maybe on the run from some kids. Sounds like they're on the run from something. These people are running a human trafficking magazine. Uh, oh, hosting distribution and syndication. This sounds all right. I use Libsyn for podcast hosting, but there are a ton of options. Make sure your podcast can be shared with the world. I chose Lisbon, Lib, Libsyn because they were the first in their business and many of the biggest podcasts in this. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? They might have some pretty good podcasting uh, tips and tricks, you know, but let's be honest. These people made a magazine, made a podcast. They ran away from their, let's be honest, responsibilities as human beings uh, to go on the lamb in a in a van, and they start a, They get they get a they get a magazine. I want a magazine. I'm starting a magazine. This this magazine, Rootless Living. Uh, honestly, I think, you know. They're just, they're like Christian Slater and pump up the volume. Great, great movie, you know. They're, they, there's, there really is because by the end of the, of the movie, Christian Slater, uh, the FCC comes in, they try to shut down his pirate radio station, which as we discussed is when you start a radio show on a pirate ship. They come in, they try to shut down, shut them down by finding where the signal's coming from. They get in vans, and then he gets into a car and drives around, and he broadcasts from his car, you know, saying, you can't stop us. And, you know, I think, and then these people, they saw that movie pump up the volume, and they were like, that should be my life. But, I should also start a magazine. And honestly, human traffickers are not. Uh, they, they've probably, let's be honest, you don't live in a van and start a magazine unless you killed somebody. That's, that's, that's podcasting 101, right? You don't do that unless you killed somebody. But, you know, for, for being human traffickers, and let's be honest, murderers of the worst kind i think that um i think that what they're doing is commendable not the human trafficking and the murdering that i i absolutely uh reject but the 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 spirit you know like the the hustle the ability to just be like i'm i have a goal to do something, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to start a magazine for people that have no home for me to send it to. I'm going to start a podcast for, let's be honest, hobos. And they did it. You know? They did it. And I've made it an hour now, so I did it. I'm as good as a is a human trafficking murderist, murderous pair of, uh, you know, heroes. I'm a hero. Not a human trafficker or a murderer, but a hero. Uh, 